Hi, I'm Zach, and welcome to the IB Voices podcast. While the IB diploma program and career-related program go hand-in-hand since they're designed for students of the same age group, some schools, or rather one school in particular, is connecting the dots between the career-related program and the middle years program in some really cool ways. Building a totally innovative transition plan between the two programs is Jason Regan. He's the CP coordinator at Chadwick International School in South Korea. Listen in as I talk with Jason about the similarities between the two programs, the CP and the MYP, and the shared skill set they develop in students, and more. To start us off, Jason, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Thanks, Zach, for having me on. I have been teaching for close to 23 years now. And the bulk of that has been in IB schools. And so I moved around a lot. I started my career in the U.S., uh, in Georgia, where I'm from. And then not long after I started, I had an opportunity to work in China. And I kind of got the bug then for international education. And so a couple of years later, I ended up in an international school, also in China, after bouncing back and forth. And at that point in 2003 was the first time I was truly introduced to a an IB school, and that kind of did it for me. I started as a industrial arts and tech ed teacher, and so the idea of that subject and the MYP especially being uh, treated uh, as fairly as the other subjects was very appealing to me because we are often kind of considered the subject that wasn't as important as the other subjects, but I love that its prominence in the MYP especially is very similar to any of the other subjects, and so that was very appealing to me. And through several years of working with that, I moved back to Georgia with my family. I lived in Bermuda for a year working at Ivy School. And then we went back to China, and now we're in South Korea. So we're in our third year in South Korea, and I'm in an international school there. And I am currently the Ivy Career-Related Program Coordinator, and that's been a really fun journey as well. Sure. So I understand that you're working on creating a transition plan or you're establishing some formal transition from MYP to CP. Is that correct? That is correct. So our school is, has all four IB programs. So we start with nursery and we go all the way to grade 12. And last year we were authorized as a CP school. And the impetus for that was that even though we have very high level students, we found that not all of them were wanting to put in the same kind of energy to the DP where they had lots of other aspirations and it wasn't anything to do with the DP. It was more about they were very clear with the kinds of career aspirations that they have. And so we focused on design and art pathways for those students. And so those are starting. We're in the infancy of that. We're in our first year as a CP school, but our students are taking career-related studies at a local university and they're taking things like film and media arts, as well as um, engineering and sketching and things like that. So they're really starting to follow their passions. And especially in Korea, the entertainment industry and visual arts are, are really, really popular and really actually world renowned at this point. And so a lot of our students are interested in that. And so we felt, why do we have to start that at the CP? Let's begin to just continue to filter that down all the way into a hopefully eventually into the PYP. Uh, but at the moment in our design program and the MYP, we're beginning to articulate these 
pathways. We're trying to call them individual learning pathways uh, for our students to just have exposure to all kinds of different career opportunities or career awareness opportunities and to have just some a really full experience in that so that by the time they reach you know grade nine or ten they have a clear picture of do I want to pursue more of a DP pathway or would I rather do something a bit more specialized so that's kind of our vision and it's been pretty popular so far and I already have much lower grade students asking me about it so I know that it's it's catching on so that's our vision and that's really what we'd love to see That's amazing. I think back on when I was of the middle years age, and I think every year I wanted to be something different. Then when I look at my career now, it's not at all what I thought I would be when I was in middle school. Do you think there's value in having students in the middle years program think about their future? That's a fantastic question. And I agree with you in middle school. I I never would have predicted I would be doing what I am today. I think for us, it's more about providing as many experiences as possible for our students so that by the time they're getting into the later years of the MYP, they have a little bit clearer picture of what they really want to do. So at the moment, we do have students who have wanted to be filmmakers most of their life. (laughs) Most of their life, they've dreamed about doing this. So that was easy for us to help articulate that. But We have other students who have shown a lot of interest in a lot of things. One of the CP students that I have has actually changed his focus a bit and refocused after having some career-related studies courses. He's shifted his focus more from a creative end to a much more technical end of things. Uh, Still in the same field, but he's starting to see. So you're right. It's hard for even a teenager to make decisions like that. But we want to leave students the option of, generating these individual learning pathways while in the framework of the IP programs. And so that's sort of our vision. I know it's a very lofty goal, but that's the vision. That's what we'd love to see happen. And it's always evolving, but that's really what we'd like to see take place. Awesome. Well, it's good to have lofty goals, right? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So you talk about the program, and I know that one of the really unique aspects of the CP is of course the CP core, which involves the real world experience. It involves personal and professional skills course. Are there any shared elements between the curriculum of the MYP or skills developed in the MYP that help increase a student's you know, experience in the CP core? That's a really great question. And I, I would say that is definitely one of our goals, especially because I'm also the PPS teacher, the personal and professional skills teacher. And also being the MYP design teacher, I have a full sort of vision across the board of the kinds of skills we would love to see students beginning to explore and beginning to perfect and and practice and work with throughout this process. So we've made a very deliberate choice on the things that our students have exposure to because of what uh, they've said. We've given them a lot of agency by asking for a lot of feedback from them on the things that they're interested in. So we do an annual survey, sometimes multiple times a year, to do with, you know, hey, what is it that you're into? What do you like? What kinds of skills would you like to develop further? And so at the moment, a lot of digital skills are what we're working with. And so we do a lot of collaboration skills. We do a lot of 
digital robotics and coding and all kinds of things like that. But along with the, you know, thinking about the DPS course and the, the intercultural communication and the different applied ethics parts of that, um, that's being, that's being planned in the visual arts as well as in the design units that we're teaching in the, in the MYP. And so we're hoping for students to begin to see the thread that goes through that. At the moment, it's quite implicit, but we would love for it to be a little more explicit eventually, you know, so that they see that very, very clear um, message. But we're beginning to embed those things there. Again, we're, we're just starting down this journey. It's still an infancy, but we would love to see that happen as we continue to grow in the program. And there's so much interest at the moment from our students. Now, one thing we've very deliberately done is a lot of our students are interested in filmmaking and the, the whole idea of production of content. And so we have podcasts, booths available. We have all kinds of different things. We even have a film offshoot, which can lead into the DP film course that we have, which is quite popular but that could also turn into one of the film and media arts sort of pathways that we offer through the CP. So there are some options for even students who decide they want to continue into the DP, but they still have some creative outlets there as well. I love that. I think when a lot of folks, especially in the U.S. where I am, is that when you think about career education, sometimes you immediately go to trades or maybe a desk job or something in STEM. But I love that your students are interested in the arts and that you're creating a space for them to explore the arts, even if it's not something they want to create a career out of. So I applaud you on that. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much. We're really excited about it. So what's your favorite aspect of the MYP or the CP? Or is there a shared aspect that you really enjoy? Um, so I have to back up and again say that, you know, I myself was a, what would have been termed as a vocational ed type student. And so I enjoyed doing the trades that you talk about, woodworking, metalworking, but also more of like the audiovisual type stuff. And so I started my career doing that. One thing that I really love about the MYP, especially in design, is the exposure students have to the entire design cycle. And so what I mean by that is a lot of our students, you know, they understand the making part, but things that come before that, all the pre-planning and all the preliminary work, it's something that most likely a lot of them will actually have careers have later. So I do love that part. I, I'm really, really a big fan of the personal professional skills core of the CP. And I can see so many connections between what happens in MYP design and, and MYP visual arts, especially, and how that connects to what we're trying to accomplish in the CP and the flexibility of the CP allows us to do that. And so, and I totally get what you're saying when it comes to that idea of career and technical education or vocational ed, um, because that is a bit of a stigma. And we're hoping that that's because there's not a particular program like that in Korea, especially, we don't have that sort of shared legacy knowledge from parents and other teachers about that and so there's not the stigma that comes with it like it could come in other programs and so that allowed us to have a blank slate to really form and, and mold the cp into what we 
want it to be. So we're, we really, and we have a maker space in our PYP as well, which is quite robust. And so the idea is hopefully that we can even push our agenda <laughs> or our ideas even further down into the PYP with our students. Because we do have a lot of students who are through the school from kindergarten all the way to grade 12, they, they stay. So we don't have the high turnover a lot of schools have. And so we want to take advantage of that because we can really control what those students have exposure to and kind of really give them a really broad range of ideas. But I think in general, just the philosophy that IB has, especially in the MYP of inquiry-based education, because I was not a traditional student. And so to be encouraged to explore and to be encouraged to follow your passions is probably the thing that keeps me excited about going into work every day. <laughs> it's just helping students kind of follow their exciting pathways that they would love to maybe take part in as their career one day. Yeah. I feel like I want to enroll in your school, but I'm not sure I, w <laughs> I would fit in the desks. <laughs> it's okay. We have some adjustable tables, so I I'm sure it would be fine. <laughs> Awesome. So my final question is, what advice would you give to current IB students who aren't sure if the IB is right for them? I, I think that our students today are very much into being able to learn in their own mode, and in their own way and methods that, that meet their learning uh, preferences. I think that doesn't always happen in a lot of school settings, but I do think it happens in, in IB schools where students have the opportunity to practice. You know, the ATL skills are something they're going to have for the rest of their life. And so collaborative skills and communication skills and time management, those kinds of things, I believe while they are taught or at least encouraged in a traditional educational setting, I believe they're embraced and celebrated in IB schools. And so I think that everyone I've ever met who ended up graduating from an IB school, there's just something different about them <laughs> in a sense that their world vision and their mindset is, is just slightly more open and a lot more clarity and calmness when you speak to those graduates or even students who were only in uh, an IB program for a few years. You know, there's just a different posture that they have, whether it's physical or more emotional, they just seem to be much more well-rounded, I guess you could say, a bit more grounded, and, and they're much more secure in their own skin, if that makes sense. And so I would say to anyone who was you know, asking, should I take part in this? Absolutely. And I know before we even started, you and I were both saying how much we wish we could have had an IB education growing up. However, for my own children, it's non-negotiable. They're in an IB school because I, <laughs> there's no way I would put them in any school that wasn't an IB school. And so because I see the value in it, and I think that's probably the biggest selling point for me is that it's the only option for my own children. And so therefore, it should be considered by anyone who is interested in doing that. Amazing. So... Is there anything else that you'd like to share? Any answers to questions I didn't ask? <laughs> Zach, you asked some really great questions. I enjoy being around students, and I enjoy being around other teachers. And I think it's the only profession now, because we talked about maybe this wouldn't would have been, I would have thought I would be in in middle school, <laughs> but I couldn't think now of doing anything else. And I think that 
as people listen to podcasts like this and to, to people who explore these things, it's the way the world is going. We really need to be able to look at things from a different point of view, and we need to think about things. Slightly different, especially in this current times that we're in, is that the way we've been doing things doesn't always mean it's the, the right way to do things, you know, and so... I think, if anything, I just want to encourage folks to be open-minded and to try something new. And that's kind of what I'm always thinking about. I can't think of a better note to end on. Jason, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate it. To hear more from Jason, check out his own podcast. It's called Design Cast, and it's a podcast about teaching design and STEAM subjects. I'll put a link in the description of this episode. Thanks again, Jason, and to all of you out there, be safe, be well, and we'll be back soon with more stories from our students, schools, educators, and more. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.